When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is uh, Carl from New Classic Rock in North America. You can catch me on Twitter, catch me on Instagram, catch me on Facebook, and even TikTok. You're listening to Jay Scott and the Hook Rocks. Grandpa Wilbur was the first to be saved. He traveled the country playing on the church stage. They passed the hat. That was all he was paid. He was a dying breed long before his day. I've decided I'm going to run for office coming in 2024. I'm going to run as an independent candidate and I'm going to run on one platform, one platform only the ban that you will not be allowed to use your speaker phone on a cell phone in public any longer. It'll be a felony. It'll be a minimum of of 10 year prison sentence because I am tired of people walking around with their phones in their hand on speaker. They go from aisle to aisle buying their vanilla wafers, their Raymond noodle soup, whatever it is. And I've got to listen to a conversation that I don't want to be a part of. So vote for Jay Scott, 2024. This is the hook rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We are part of the Pantheon podcast network. Great network of music-related podcasts, as I always mention, my friends, Ron and Esty, Carmen to Peace, Vinny Apathy on the Hanging and Banging podcast, Tom and Zeus on the number one rated KISS podcast in the world. Check out Shout Out Loudcast, the rock historian Martin Popoff, Mistress Carrie, as well as Decibel Geek, Aaron Alden on Teen Cancer America, The Real Me, and plenty of others. Oh, don't forget my friend, the Ugly American Werewolf in London rock podcast. Mac is a incredible dude, man. I, I really enjoyed that episode that we just did uh, last week, and uh, he was a pleasure to have on. I can't wait to have him on again. Follow Pantheon Pods at Pantheon Pods on Twitter and Facebook, their website, PantheonPodcast.com. Follow The Hook Rocks wherever you do podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, and don't forget, we've got our Instagram page, and we are active on the Instagram. We are posting, we are doing some things, and it's exciting, although I do feel like an old grandpa trying to work a VCR back in the 80s, and because you know there's so many buttons. And he, by the way, 
I'm not like a really phone person in terms of like functionality. The phone basically is checking email and dialing people. When I've got to like post stuff and write, you know, things in the post, I am like nervous. And I, and it's, it's just absolutely like I'm an old man trying to work a VCR, a beta VCR back in like 1983. So uh, I'm getting used to it, but we are active on Instagram. We've got a lot coming down the road here in the next few months with the hook rock. So stay tuned for that. Don't forget to enjoy some of the previous episodes we did with new classic rock in North America. We talked about the tour with Dorothy joyous wolf and classes act, a very important tour for the emerging rock scene, three bands that are very important to that scene and glad to see that they've joined forces. Can't wait to check that out at the end of April. We also had a new music spotlight with Kurt Dimer, the vocalist uh, who's worked with Jeff Tate and Phil X, and also now going to be touring with Ingve Malmsteen and some great shows last month too. Some phenomenal new music spotlights with fortune child, the Mysterines, takeaway thieves, Gurge and the Chronicles, We did a great interview with Ty Tabber from King's X. Got a couple rock concert reviews with the Mammoth and Dirty Honey show. So checked out as well as many others. We've got some great episodes coming up for you this month as well. And we are now going to enter or return to our quarterly ranking. It is April. So that means the first quarter of 2022 is over. And as we do... Every quarter, at the end of every quarter, we review the top 10 albums with some help from the Groove Council. And we've got some contributions that people sent in. And my partner in crime, Chris Corradetti, who's wearing probably the worst jersey in all of sports, the Vancouver Canuck jersey, uh, a team that was predicted to win the Stanley Cup a couple of times and didn't. Uh, They fell short. And, uh, you know. He's got this, and he's giving me the finger right now, <laughs> and so I don't care. He should not have worn that. Me being, a I, I decided to dress up for today's episode. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a Halloween costume of like a bad hockey fan. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a Luongo jersey, trust me, I'd put it on for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you look like Luongo. Like last time I talked to you, you look like Jesus, but you got a haircut now. We we did, we cut the Jesus hair. The Jesus hair had to go. Jesus, there, Eddie, go, man. So what's happening? What's going on? Nothing. Nothing. That's not true. That's completely not true. Um, it was a busy it was a busy quarter with a lot of stuff to listen to. A lot yeah, it of was, stuff. man. There really was. And some really good stuff, too, as well. Um, it um, As we get into my list, you know, we'll obviously talk more about it, but um, as you will see, my list really, not purposely, um, really focuses on a lot of new acts, probably more so than ever in terms of new bands, bands on their, with their sophomore album, uh, new EPs. Uh, so we'll get into that. Obviously, we'll, we'll definitely uh, talk about the albums that we liked. And, you know, the new, the, the great music continues in the first quarter of 2022. And knowing what's ahead in this quarter, too, as well, this quarter coming up, I'm already looking forward to July to uh, talk about the next three months after this, because there's some really good stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff coming down the road. A lot. Um, it's going to come quick, though. <laughs> 
been any shows so far this year? No. Oh, yeah, I saw Slash. Okay. Slash put on a hell of a show. Slash, Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. I was supposed to see uh, Dead Sarah was supposed to be the opener. And um, something happened on the road between uh, Salt Lake City and Denver, so they didn't make it. Um, uh, so we just got slashed that night on what is was without a doubt the coldest night this year in Denver. It was uh, it was like I think five degrees when I got to the show. <laughs> it's it a little chilly. I've done two shows so far this year. Uh, I get, I went to the Dropkick Murphy show at the end of February which was a really cool show. I've never seen them before. Uh, a really high energy show and really entertaining. I was glad I went. It was good. It was a good time. It was at a new venue. Can't remember the venue name, but uh, it's this new venue in the Pilsen neighborhood in Chicago. And then saw Mammoth and Dirty Honey at the House of Blues, which was just awesome. Got to hang out with Skylab Tapes, High Stick Mick, uh, Chris McGowan, who's also on Twitter too, as well. And, uh, my son, the youth rocks met some friends of his down in, you know, the, the pit area. So he saw some of his high school buddies there. And what was really cool too, on the way back, he was like, yeah, we met some of these other kids from this high school and that high school. And I'm like, that's so awesome that like, like you're meeting other high school kids, your age at rock concerts with yeah. two new bands on stage that are like, the big force in the emerging rock scene. I'm like, that is, that is what it's all about. Right. Yes. Yeah. I was happy to hear that. And the youth rocks, my son and I, I'm taking him to the first trifecta, three shows, three nights in a row. Got the warning on April 28th at the bottom lounge. Then we have Buck Cherry and Blacktop Mojo at the displaying mm-hmm. theater in my hometown, which will be a lot of fun. And that Saturday is Dorothy Joyous Wolf and Classic Act. We just talked about with Carl from NCR in North America, New Classic Rock in North America. So April is going to be a good time. And then the Mysterines, I think, are playing a few nights after your show in Colorado at the yep. Cobra, Lounge, Cobra Lounge. And then uh, in September, are you looking forward to that? Got my tickets for Gaslight Anthem, which I am completely stoked about. I am like... Really excited about that because I love that band. That's super cool. That's um, you're going to be a complete uh, vegetable that Sunday and Monday after the trifecta, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. But I've been pacing myself pretty good. I usually, you know, I'm not that big of a drinker, so that helps. But I did tell my son, I'm like, we got to wear earplugs these shows. He's like, why, man? Well, it's too loud. You're too old, dad. You're getting too old. I'm like, no, there's three shows in a row. That's like, you're going to abuse your ears. And, you know, so at least two of the shows, I definitely will be having earplugs on, depending on where I sit too, as well. If I'm like right up in front of the stage, definitely have earplugs on. So that's uh, that, that area is reserved for your son. Yes, Terry. It's an old man's game. That, that, that's, that's not that's for a young you. Man's game, you know, <laughs> young man's you game Terry. Is, in the, is in the front of the stage. Right, right. You know, when I went uh, to see Mammoth and Dirty Honey, I was hanging out with everybody, um, kind of uh, back towards the bar, and that was uh, that was that was acceptable. That was that was good. You know, we all we all kind of were sitting down like old men, enjoying the show. 
Leaning on an elbow against the bar is a good place to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, man. So 2022 first quarter is in the books, January, February, March. Got some great albums to talk about, great albums to discuss. We've got some great contributions from the Groove Council. Everybody got their stuff to me on time, except for the Itch Rock and Radio Show. But we'll discuss his late charge uh, <laughs> offline. So maybe maybe he's got to buy me a ham sandwich at the next show in Chicago or something like that. And that goes for Aaron. The other two guys live close to St. Louis, but... They just saw the Dead Deads, who I know they're big fans of, and I'm a big fan too. And um, man, the Dead Deads are just a great new band. We talked about them a lot last year. Uh, I think their their album was on uh, "Tell Your Girls It's All Right." Was on my list. It was was it on your list too? I think Top it was 30? number five or number four. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. great album, great album. Hey, actually, you, you bring up something that I want to go back real quick. Our year end list. I gave you a lot of well-deserved shit for having Mojo Thunder so far down. But um, since the year has turned, every time I listen to your number one, it really bothers me that I did not have it on my list. And it was a complete error of omission. It's not that I chose to not put it there. I just forgot about it until about three days prior it was like, all oh, the hell with it. I'm not screwing up this list now to throw it in. But it has really bothered me. So, you know, in retrospect, maybe we kick the album off that hadn't been released and we we, we throw the Pretty Reckless album in there. <laughs> and you yeah, have every right yeah. to give me well, loads of crap yeah. over that. Yes, yes. I mean, I mean, for those that are listening that don't know, the Groove Council is a, is a group of music lovers that love to chat about new music through direct message on Twitter. We always sharing stuff. And, you know, when you see people, when I see uh, a re when you see a retweet from me posting something of like a mail call, you know, that's usually someone posting new albums, vinyl or CD that they got uh, in the group, inside the group. My guest today, Chris is known as the diva. And uh, that's because of this album selection and then wanting to change the rules again for this quarter and include it in there. <laughs> um, you know, it's like it's like dealing with Diana Ross, folks. Um, but we get through it. We definitely get through it. We have a lot of fun. But yes, you cannot include NTR project <laughs> on your third time. <laughs> yes. I mean, what are you doing? And I can't wait to hear it. I haven't heard any of it yet. Um, I know you freaking love it, which you know. Usually when you like something, very few times, uh, I can't think of really any that I haven't liked something that you've recommended. So I can't wait to check it out. Hoping to have Martin on soon, if not this month, next month. But yeah, MTR Project, uh, a great band from Seattle. And uh, But no, um, you are not allowed to choose that album for this quarter. So and, and, you, and again, you can't try to like forward. slyly, you know, put in pretty reckless. Oh, I'm putting right. in reckless. <laughs> so I'm taking MTR out. So that means MTR is eligible for yeah. this quarter. And the reason why there's a confusion on which quarter is because MTR never really put out a release date for the album. So they never really, you know, clear about that. They still aren't really clear about that. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just, is it going to be? First quarter? Is it going to be second quarter? When is the actual official re- release date? 
You can't just I, say, I got my vinyl in the mail today. <laughs> you can't just say, well, it's out. What is the release date? So hopefully we can get that cleared up because I'd like to include it at some point this year, but you can't. Yes. Um, that's fair. But yeah, so let's get into it, man. Yeah. Why don't you go first? Or you want to knock out some honorable mentions or save that for later? Save that for later. Okay. So um, my number 10, I, I, starting last year, I, I, because of the sheer volume of music that was coming out, uh, I didn't include EPs in any of my lists uh, until the end of the year. Uh, and I was going to stick with that this year. But this is ridiculously good. It's the Naked Gypsy Queens, Georgiana. Again, I'm not big on putting EPs in, but holy shit, this is really, 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 really good. Really short, super short. But um, I don't know, what would you call this? Like nostalgic classic rock kind of uh, vibe going on here. Big grooves, big riffs. Really soulful vocals. Real I, the that kid has got just a, a great voice. It's blue-soaked southern rock goodness, right? Um, uh, my, my favorite song is the last one on the album. It, if your name is New York, then mine is Amsterdam. Just again the vocals, and then just killer guitar solo, and it, and it works. Like the, the way that song is laid out. Uh, they constructed it really well. Um, super, super uh, excited to have learned about these guys. This was a band that I learned about from Carl um, at New Classic Rock. Uh, all five songs are great. I really, really want a full album, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Um, so uh, my number 10 is the EP from the Naked Gypsy Queens and such a great band. That's a good pick. I, I think that's a band that has a lot of potential and I can't wait to see where they go with more material. Uh, they've got a great sound singers. Great. The guitar play, the whole band is tight and this EP is a good first step for them and cannot wait to hear more because uh, that's also my number 10. And my list too, as well, naked gypsy queens. And this is something too that I wanted to rank higher. And I usually, you know, EPs don't usually get there pretty high. I think there were a couple last year. Um, but this does leave you wanting more. And it's definitely something that, or a band that, like I said, that I think has a very, very bright future ahead of them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just the killer band out of Nashville. Hopefully, uh, we'll see where the we'll see where the future goes with them. I, I agree with you. I, if this were a full album of the same quality, this is much, 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 much higher on my list. Um, but yeah, as an EP, I don't usually put EPs on here, so we're, I'm throwing that in at number ten. <laughs> Let's get to our first contributor, and that is the Itch Rock and Radio Show. KC, Dan, and Aaron have compiled their Q1 favorites. I love these guys. They do a great job uh, on, on their podcast. 
they do all three of them have a radio background. They do it very well. They just released their tribute episode to Taylor Hawkins, as I did last week. They did theirs this week. Fantastic job all the way around for them. Uh, check them out. Itch, the itch rock and radio podcast at their number 10 is 10 years. The album deconstructed restructured often imitate takes on 19. The band's track. No, no, the number 10 is disqualified because these are reworks of songs from their 20 year career. Not only were they late, but they start off with a re-recording of previous material, which is a no-no. It's got to be new, new music. I can hear Robin Hood right now yelling, "Well, if they can get that, then I should get Stone Axe." So. And this is and this is the, the 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 crux of it, right? Because Robin Hood is trying has been trying to weasel compilations and re-recordings for like the last year and a half, and every time. There's a screw up because there were plenty last year, too. I remember like reading them and like, wait a minute, you can't do that. Like as, as I was doing today, we start off the itch rock and radio show. Come on, guys. Well, uh, you know, between you being late and now starting off with your number 10, which is disqualified. I'm looking for a, a big step forward for second quarter. So let's uh, let's regroup and. uh Let's move forward accordingly. Hopefully there's no more of of that kind of stuff on here. But number nine is Black Lakes. A lot of people talk about this in a groove console. For all we've left behind, killer hard rock from the UK. Sweet folks might be a favorite of another groove council member. We all know who he's or they are referring to. Number eight, gang of youths. Angel in real time. Emotionally gut punching reflections on identity, grief, and God in the aftermath of the passing of the vocalist father. That's interesting. I always like kind of albums that uh, revolve around a subject and or a deep subject matter like that. So I will definitely check that out. Our Lady Peace, Spiritual Machines 2. Fascinating follow-up concept album to 2000 Spiritual Machines about futurist Ray Kurzweil's predictions on how things like AI will impact human economies and relationships. Number six, Naked Gypsy Queens. Georgiana, we just talked about it. Nashville Rock and Rollers could quickly become heavyweights on the strength of their live show. Totally agree. I've not seen them live, but I do agree with that assessment. Number five, Port Noir cuts. Swedish act with tense vocals and raps over striking rhythms, often reminiscent of Zach De La Rocha's one day as a lion. He's got a they got a four A and a four B. So this will make These up for the one that you're disqualified. Take a mile. <laughs> got to have a conference with uh, the itch guys about their selections and how they're selecting stuff. But we'll we'll do these two um, in place of your disqualified number ten. That's um, number four B. Post-profit, when you think it's right, it's always wrong. A pair of hard-rocking young Texas alternative bands poised to break out. The other band is To Whom It May. The album is Olympian Gossip. So check out To Whom It May and Post-profit. Number three. Post-profit's a good one. I've checked them out. I've never heard of them. So number three is uh, Varsity. Is that how you pronounce it? V-R-S-T-Y? 
Welcome Home is the album. R&B meets hard rock with the sound somewhat like Michael Jackson loved heavy distortion in every song. That's interesting. Number two, Bloody Wood, Rack Shack, an energetic, intense Indian folk metal that stands out in a crowd of same sounding bands. Number one, The Violent, The Violent EP, long-awaited debut from former members of Red Sun Rising, catching rock with industrial flares, including a captivating cover of The Doors, People Are Strange. I have to check that out because I always liked Red Sun Rising. So that is a definite interest on uh, on my end here. But that's a great list. That's some good things I want to check out, like The Violent, like I just said, Post Profits, uh, Know the G- Naked Gypsy Queens, and Black Lakes, obviously, too, is spoken very highly of from a lot of different Groove Council members. You're up. Number nine. Um, I noticed I was I was super happy when I saw that another uh, member of our group had this. Um, it, it put a smile on my face over the weekend when I saw it. But my number nine is Band Out of the UK, Willie and the Bandits, When the World Stood Still. Um uh, it, it's so it musically and production wise, I feel like there's a lot going on in this album. I also don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm not that smart and knowledgeable about what it is, but there's some good going on here. Um, but in the end, strong lyrics, clean guitars, soulful vocals, funky, bluesy, folksy. Uh, rock it's it, it it's really good um i think my favorite um is will we ever big southern rock song but the closer uh solid ground is a super introspective song um really 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 dig this album uh i wish the vinyl wasn't so damn expensive to get across the pond as they say but uh i'm working on it <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it but a, a, a really good album i think They've been, they've been around for a while. I want to say this is like their fourth or fifth album. But uh really, really like these guys. Willie and the I, Bandits, When the World Stood Still. I really like them, too. Uh, this band was mentioned to me by my son. He's the one that turned me on to them. And I really enjoy when when I do discover bands through him. Uh, makes me proud that he's really liking good music and really challenges himself to like good music too as well uh this is my number nine as well so last year we went You're looking at my list you're cheating <laughs> last year we went i don't know how many we did and we had very few um of course the year end we had a lot of similarities in terms of picking the albums but we didn't really have a lot where we were on the same page with Play- the placements yeah Right. But I really like this album. I, I really like uh, the sound and where it, where it goes. Uh, it reminds me a lot of the temperance movement in a way. Uh, it's got some, some very, some similarities there. Not completely, but you know, if, if you were to like say this band is a part of a tree, I would say it's part of the, the temperance movement tree, which I still have my fingers crossed that they will at some point release new music because uh, I'd love to hear that band, but you know, you said a lot of good things about them. You know, one of my highlights, I love the title or the first track, "Caught in the Middle," and that's really where that temperance movement comparison starts. Uh, because I believe Temperance Movement has a song called "Caught in the Middle," and there's points where the singer 
of Willie and the Bandits makes me do a double take with my ears. Like, oh my god, is, is that the is that the Temperance Moving guy? Because it sounds, it's, uh, it's certain parts of it are very similar. Uh, it's a great album, you know. Another great UK band, uh, Willie and the Bandits. So many great uh, UK bands do the blues very well, and this is this is a a, a fine example of that. When the world stood still is the album. The band is Willie and the Bandits. And Chris and I are two for two with these two same albums two. at 10 and nine. So hopefully we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have some different, different choices for you. But hey, you know, you can't argue with greatness. All right. Moving forward is another contribution from the Groove Council. We have the queen of the playlist. If you are not following Terry Taylor, on Twitter, you can follow her at TAT2006 or 2630, TAT2630, Terry Taylor. Once a month, she puts out these epic, legendary podcasts that are like years long. And it uh, it's filled with great new music and great new bands. Uh, she's a great follow, and uh, you'll enjoy her her playlist. There's no one that does it like her on Twitter, or at least that I've seen, but her list, all that remains by the last root favorite tracks are time shattered and broken possession. Uh, the karma effect self-titled album, her favorite tracks are the river testify doubt. She's coming back. Great band from the UK close to the sun by fortune child favorite tracks, the way tie the line number seven, tyrant lizard King by Tyrannosaurus Nebulous. Favorite tracks, Raw Deal, Deal With My Evil. Number six, Four by Slash. She likes the songs, Fill My World, Say La Vie. Tempest at the Gate by King Mountain. Favorite tracks, Under the Blackened Sky, King of the Mountain, To the Stars. Number four, The Hammer Falls by Jack J. Hudson. Great album, Angel of Death. That doesn't, what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. And the title track, The Hammer Falls. Death Valley Paradise by Chris Barris Band. Her favorite tracks are My Parade, These Voices, and Bury Me. Number two, See Where the Night Goes by Goodbye June. Favorite tracks, Everlasting Love, Three Chords, Step Aside. And her number one choice is Black Lakes. It was on the Itch Rock and Radio list. It's now the second list that it's been on for all we've left behind. Favorite tracks, all of them. But if she was pushed, she would say Black Days Come, Ver- Verity in Flames, The Divide, and the title track for All We've Left Behind. Great band from the UK. Hope to have them on the hook rock soon as well. Her honorable mentions are Le Espirit by Le Espirit Du Temps by Dirty Laces. I hope I'm not butchering that. And Georgiana by Naked Gypsy Queens, as Chris and I have discussed. Also on Itch, Itch Rock and Radio Show. So that's like the fourth list that's been on. And Melodoria by Black Map, as well as Drab, the self-titled album by them. So that's her list. Great list for Terry. Uh, good stuff on there. I'm sure we'll be talking about more of it. Oh, uh, number eight? Yes. Um, number eight uh, is... Uh, a band that I learned about from our new Groove Council member, Rich. He wrote a review on it back in January or February. And it's 
Cosmic Orders, Inner Temple. Uh, it's a French trio, and it's crunchy and 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 riffy and um, kind of grungy, but in the end, it's got big melodies and some big grooves. Um, I really like the first half of the album more than the second half because I feel like the first half for me is a little more dynamic, whereas the second half kind of leans again to me a little more proggy. Um, but if I had three songs to, to kind of recommend to people, uh, the lead track is eight, there. The first track is eight sixteen AM. That's my favorite by far. And it has a nice Alice in Chains feel to it. Um, H plus, uh, has a really nice typo negative kind of goth feel, but I think the best song on the album uh, is Better Life. Kind of brings a, a lot of everything that the band has to offer in A Better Life. But uh, uh, all in all, it, it's 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 a bit grungy in places. It's a bit gothy in places. It's a bit proggy in places. But yet, in the end, it's got a completely unique sound. Uh, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. So thanks to Rich for recommending it. Um, Cosmic Orders, Inner Temple. Interesting. I did not listen to that album. So we will now have two different selections at number eight. So we kind of <laughs> bummer <laughs> break uh, break the, the chain there. But good. Uh, I, I'm always listening. I'm always willing to listen to new stuff. So, uh, you know, that's what we really do focus on here is we're not just about the popular albums or the flavor of the day. Uh, we're about albums that have been released, giving them an honest listen, uh, talking about them, giving them some exposure. A lot of new bands that normally don't get uh, get a lot of discussion on their music, whether it's a, a new band that's upcoming, whether it's been a band that's been around a while, that's kind of an unknown that's really the goal of these episodes and, and what we strive to do. You know, we just had the Grammys over the weekend. They're always, you know, going to be a popularity contest. But as I was told at a very young age by my grandfather, what is liked by the masses usually isn't the best. So if you're here to listen to us talk about albums that maybe you didn't hear about that you're really interested in checking out, you've come to the right place and that is certainly one of them. So thanks for picking that. Yeah. All right. My number eight is uh, a band that I have to admit, when I first gave them a listen, I wasn't too crazy about. And I just kept listening to it, and they won me over. Uh, so many cool influences. It's got you know a cheap trick, Beatlesque. Uh, so much cool stuff happening with these guys. They're from Colorado and they're very reminiscent of a band that I used to love. That's no longer called biters. Uh, it's the old Tuck Smith band and very reminiscent of the biters. Uh, Tuck Smith is also the producer of this album. So a uh, big win there for this band. So I'm glad that uh, he was working with them. The album is take a look. The band is Fast Eddie. Uh, love the song Take a Look. Love Milwaukee. Even though I'm from Chicago, I always head up to Milwaukee. And I can't wait to go up there for a show and just play this song over and over again. Kill City, Dead Eyes, Help Me, uh, Lost, 
Frankie Died, Sunflower Bank are some of the highlights of the album. It's a very quick album. Doesn't really take a lot to listen to. Probably done in about a half hour. But it is definitely solid, and I highly recommend it. Fast Eddie, take a look. Number eight. Yeah, that's a a really really good pick. That's a really good pick. Um, I was going to, I had plans back in um, January or February. I don't remember. I think it was late January. They had an album release party downtown at a small club. And I was thinking, hey, I've got to go to this. It's 10 bucks. 10 bucks. This is going to be a great show. Went skiing that day, came home, fell asleep, uh, woke up the next day and went, oh, shit. (laughs) It happens. But great pick. Great pick. Cool band. Let's head back to the contributors of the Groove Council. We go next to High Stick Mick at High H.I. Stick Mick, big hockey fan here in Chicago. I had the pleasure of hanging out with Mike a couple times, a few times at shows like the Mammoth and Dirty Honey concert a couple weeks ago, uh, Rival Sons last year, as well as Blacktop Mojo. So uh, great dude. Let's get into his list. King Mountain at number 10, Tempest at the Gate. Number nine, Delco Detention, What Lies Beneath. Number eight, Eric Gales, Crown. He'll be playing here in Evanston, Illinois here, I think in a couple weeks. Naked Gypsy Queens makes it again, number seven. It's either been on everybody's list. In Terry's case, it was an honorable mention, but that just shows you, you know, the cross-reference of what we like because we all have different tastes. We have similar tastes, but we have different. And kind of like the Age of Truth had last year where I think it ended up on like 85 90% of our lists. And based on all our music tastes that we have, because like I said, some of it's the same, a lot of it's different to have an album show up that many times says a lot about the album, in this case, an EP. So that may be one that you want to check out. Number six, Blind Sun, Under Them Stones. Number five, Slash with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Number uh, the album four. Number four is Goodbye June, See Where the Night Goes. I think that's the... Second time it's been on the list. Number three, Fortune Child. Getting some love. The band from Jacksonville, Florida. Close to the sun. Number two, Mississippi Bones. Creature Feature and Cult Classics. And number one, the self-titled album, Drab. Good pick. Band out of New Orleans that's playing Chicago here in a few months. A band that, like, not a lot of people know about. But we'll get into it because I'm sure Chris and I will be talking about that album uh, I know it's going to be on my list. I have a feeling it's going to be on Chris's list. So we'll definitely revisit that a couple of times, but good list for Mike. Right, great list, Mike. So we're on to triple sevens. Number seven. I should, I should say, I, I feel like I say this every time, but this list, I have one and two and then seven through 10 are three to three through 10. Three, I'm sorry. Yeah. Three, three through 10 yeah. uh, is a pick them. So even, even though I've got it ranked this one at seven, I'm kind of the same way. I'm actually, yeah, kind of, it, I'm actually, I think my first three were pretty set in stone and then four through 10 are kind of like, depending on what day is where exactly, they go. Exactly. Um, this is an album came out the first Friday of February. Uh, you had him on your show, Jack J Hutchinson, the hammer falls. Awesome. Guitar driven blues rock. Right. I mean, um, I, I don't know. I, I've had a post-it note on my desk, and I, I, I don't know if I read this somewhere, or I don't know if he said this on your episode, but I, I wrote it down. 
It, it just says JJH album, heavy yet gentle. And it's so perfect. It's so perfect. So whoever said that, be it him or wherever I wrote it, I would like to give that person credit. But um, it's definitely hedge, heavier and edgier than his previous stuff, um, but still super melodic. Uh, and each time I, I listen to this album, I kind of feel like it's super familiar. But I think it's because the album ends with World on Fire. And I feel like that song's been out for freaking ever. <laughs> and because I think he released it as a single back in 2020. Um, so in that sense, like I think that gives that familiarity to me. But the opener, Straight to Hell, man, that's everything. Super dynamic song. He gives you a little bit of a range in the vocals and then just rips it with the solo. Um, super good. But um, I... I his vocals on Gunslinger are outstanding. And I think my favorite part of the whole album is the solo on what doesn't kill you. Um, all in all, an awesome, awesome, awesome album. Uh, I hope uh, he gets, he, he obviously has a nice following in the UK. I hope he can get a similar following uh, here in the States. Cause uh, I think a lot of people would really dig what he's putting out. So my number seven, the hammer falls from Jack J Hutchinson. Great album. Great pick. My number seven, a band out of Seattle. Really love this band. Uh, they just absolutely, I mean, from the first track on, the band, it's a band that's been around for a bit. Um, and I want more people to know this band because they're just kick-ass. Uh, the band is Hellbot. And it's their self-titled album at number seven from the first song, American Sun. It just sets the tone of the album. Uh, there's so much payoff in what you're listening to. Like there's a buildup. The riffs are absolutely killer. The lyrics are awesome. I can't, I can't tell people enough that how awesome it is uh, streaming it. It's not, there's a physical copy available on their website, which uh, I have purchased. Yeah. Love it. I just hope that they can get some momentum. And, and I know they do a lot of local stuff up in the Northwest, hoping that they can make it down here to Chicago and some of the Southern States as well, uh, because I think they're a band that deserves to be heard. Uh, a couple other tracks that I like outside of American Sun, Heavy Chevy, fantastic song, beautiful and GTO. I love. So check out Hellbot like killer song. Yeah. and uh, the self-titled album. I thought that's a great pick. They um, they played a show or two shows in January with MTR. And it was one of those where I was like, oh, do really? I need to fly to Seattle for this? Oh, that would have <laughs> been awesome. Look how excited we get over bands that like most people don't know of, you know? Yeah. Albot's got a really um, familiar sound yet kind of unique at the same time. I agree. You know? That's a great way to put it. But that's a that that's a great pick. That's a great pick. That's a really strong album. All right, let's move on to the Groove Council once again with another another contribution. We go to Turbo, and oh, man, I know seeing his list, pretty much most of the stuff. He's the only one that's going to probably talk about it. Maybe there's one or two albums that will be on other people's lists, 
but turbo i don't know where he finds this stuff i mean i have i don't i mean the depths that he goes to find new music is very impressive and he finds some really really cool stuff and he is the man when it comes to like if you really think that you know like obscure bands i'll put turbo at turbo cya or kya at turbo kya uh up against anyone in obscure stuff so turbo is a um, he, I, he he's like a music trawler on Bandcamp. you know oh, he, yeah. he just drops the nets and and just you know if it's got fuzz of it's any a, form he's going to listen to it and he's going to find the best stuff and let us know that's a great way to put it that's he drops the net cuz he certainly does that yeah. He certainly, you know, cast a wide net and he gets some gems, man. He gets some big fish that uh, are really cool to listen to. So let's get into his list here at number 10, Desert Clouds, Plan Exit. Desert Clouds influenced by songwriting styles of late 60s masters, adding 70s psychedelic musical elements with a punch of early 90s angst put out a psychedelic grunge classic. Number nine, Dual Fighter, Mean Machines, Fuzz, fuzz Drenched, Fuel Energy, Spouting Heavy Rock Bliss. For those that don't know, Fuzz is kind of like a term used or associated with, I should say, with Stoner Rock. And Stoner Rock is essentially Black Sabbath, Uriah Heep, that style of music. So whenever you hear Stoner Rock, don't be swayed like, what the hell is this? What am I listening to? Um, it's very, has a lot of elements of like Hawkwind and, uh, Black Sabbath, Uriah Heap, bands like that. Number eight, Mount Saturn, Oh Great Moon, an album of soulful doom fuzz that touches on psychedelia and with a heavy groove. Number seven, Dope Default, Division, Out of Greece with killer riffs and heavy hits, a perfect blend of stoner groove metal. Greece is, uh, especially. Um, really has a big stoner rock scene. Uh, the band we just mentioned, Dope Default, along with I think kind of the forefathers, uh, 1000 Mods, who I love. Uh, but they've got a great metal rock scene going on in, uh, in Greece. Uh, there's actually a documentary, the name eludes me right now, but there's a lot of good stuff happening there. Uh, so check that out when you get a chance. Number six, Holy Witch. Levitating, Holy Witch, has a retro doom psych sound with amazing harmonies. Green Ripper, Dark Sessions, a riff-driven psychedelic acid doom explosion. Number four, Troll Teeth, Hanged, Drawn, and Quartered, an outpouring of distortion, punching you with dark tone and harmonic crunch. Three, Spiral Skies, Death is But a Door. Spiral Skies, sound is a mix of 70s psych rock and 80s heavy metal with blends of doom, folk, and fuzz number two semavio hope i'm pronouncing that right Payon is the name of the album this power trio has introduced me has produced one of their heaviest psychedelic stoner rock albums so far melodic and riff heavy and sonas usurper of the universe an acid trip that dares yank on the spine of god while cackling at the cosmic jokes as the world spins out of control. Great way to describe an album turbo. So check out those albums. You know, if you're a fuzz stoner, doom rock guy, 
we've got our resident expert in turbo. So always happy to see his list. Thanks for sharing. And we're going to move on to number six. Um, my number six was a slow, my number six and my number five are both very similar in that the first couple of times I heard them, I thought, okay, this is good. I was kind of expecting something more, but yet the more I listened to it, uh, the more it really worked for me. And it's see through the blue from the Scarlet Rebels, um, just a total, um, kind of melodic classic rock album with a conscience, right? I mean, there, there, there's a lot of, uh, of, of pressing issues that they come with, but hooky, catchy, again, lyrically strong and the message there. Um, and, and I imagine, at least I, I, I think it, that there's a little something for everyone in this, this album, right? Like you, you get some kind of stadium rockers, you get, you get a ballad or two, um, it's kind of it, it, outside the message. It to me, it kind of lines up with like a Def Leppard kind of album, right? Like there, there's a little slow down. You know, there's your ballad, there's your rocker, there's your stadium rocker, that kind of thing. But um, uh, really, really good album again. Slow burner for me, but uh, it's hard to figure out a, a favorite on this. I like Storm. I'm alive. Take you home. Uh, see through the blue, uh, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of good stuff on this, but um, uh, a, a really, really strong album and a strong message in a lot of these songs, uh, and and uh, I really enjoyed it. So, see through the blue, Scarlet Rebels. That's a really good pick. That's an awesome pick. Great album. Uh, my number six. Now we we talked about already, and that is. Guest, a former guest of the New Music Spotlight. He's from the UK, and that is Jack J. Hutchinson. And the right. album is The Hammer Falls. He did a great job of explaining Jack and his music. Uh, I really liked Angel of Death, and I like Call of the Wild. Gunslinger is probably my favorite track on the song on the album. But yeah, fantastic. I, I need to have him back on the show. Very um very underrated guitar player too. Uh, fantastic guitar player. He kind of like sneaks up to, on you and like you're hearing him play. And as you hear him play, you're like, damn, this dude's awesome. Uh, he's got a great tone. Uh, he's definitely a, a tone chaser, which uh, I do admire when a guitar player does that. Uh, but again, you know, I'm glad that he is, releasing great music i know when he was on the show i think in the late summer or fall he said oh he's got to come back on when the, when the new album's out so i definitely got to reach out to him and uh and get him back on but the hammer falls jack j hutchinson my choice for number six and we move on again to the list of or the Groove Council, a member of the Groove Council list. And we go to Chris Preston at Rock at My Rock and Roll Heaven. Check him out at Rock These Tweets on Twitter. Great dude. Got to have him back on. It's been so long since he's been on, uh, but always enjoy his contribution. He is um, very Still dedicated. Def Leppard stuff. Is, you know, when that Def Leppard album drops, <laughs> who was it? Uh, I just had Carl on from uh, New Classic Rock in North America. 
And he's like, yeah. oh, and you know, when Chris is on his Def Leppard kick, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> when's he not on a Def Leppard kick? So <laughs> huge, huge Def Leppard fan. Uh, can't wait to talk that album with him when that comes out, when that drops. I do like the first single by them. I really thought it was catchy. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. I thought it was really good. So uh, I can't wait to hear more. But let's get into his list at number 10, Steve Vai in Violate. I rarely like instrumental albums, but anything Steve Vai does never disappoints. Brilliant songs, including Teeth of the Hydra, featuring his killer new Hydra guitar. Number nine, Wolves at the Gate by Eulogies, or the band is Wolves at the Gate. The album is Eulogies. Melodic Christian Metalcore normally isn't my jam, but this album caught my attention. Lights and Fire is an absolute standout, melodic and heavy. Number eight, Reckless Love, Turbo Rider. Should be Turbo's theme song, maybe, or theme album Finnish band playing eighties inspired hair sleaze glam electro metal is the best description I have for this album. And damn, it's a ton of fun. Check out the cool cover of Ozzy's bark at the moon. Go check that out. Number seven, Brian Adams. So happy it hurts classic Brian Adams and the timing of this album. Couldn't be better with its fun, positive and upbeat message. Just when we need it straight up, Feel Good Rock. I think that's really important. I know he touched on something. Um, I go back to the ACDC album, Power Up, at the end of 2020, how that was so well received by everybody because of what was happening. Because ACDC, you can't help but feel good when you listen to ACDC. Hell yeah. So, you know, that does mean a lot, you know, for a band or a song that makes people feel good, makes people feel happy. So that's a great point by Chris, especially with Brian Adams. How can you go wrong? Number six, Jizzy Pearl's Love Hate. Hell, California. Love Hate doing what they do best. Heavy, straight, ahead, kick-ass rock and roll from the gutters of the Sunset Strip. Number five, making another appearance on another list is Drab, the self-titled album. Thanks to Skyrob for the recommendation. New Orleans bass band, excellent debut. Bluesy, moody, menacing, and guitar-driven. Number four, the band Giant, Shifting Time. Yes, that giant from Innocent Days back in the early 90s. Fantastic melodic hard rock that takes you back to the 80s. Big choruses, big hooks. I want to say it's early 90s, could be late 80s too as well. Number three, Ghost of Sunset, No Saints in the City. Amazing concept album inspired by 80s hard rock metal from a review akin to Midnight Stroll Through a Rain-Soaked Neon-Lit Metropolis, Metropolis, and each track is a vignette of the characters you pass. Wow, that's a great way to describe an album. Number two, Slash, featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. The album is four, features some of the heaviest songs to date in a 70s rock-inspired sound with those signature Slash riffs, ranks as one of their best records. And number one for Chris Preston at Rock These Tweets, My Rock and Roll Heaven, is Scorpion's Rock Believer, their best album since 1990's Crazy World. Classic Blackout, Love It for Sting era Scorpion sound, but the band sounds rejuvenated, intense, and fresh. His honorable mentions are the band FM 13 and Saxon Carpe Diem. Great list from Chris Preston. Yeah, really good list, Chris. All right, we enter the top five. So uh, my number five, uh, as I stated, slow burning album for me when I first heard it, the first three or four times I heard it, 
dynamic an album that I was expecting from them. Uh, but I just kind of like powered through it and it just started kind of opening up for me. And then I saw them in concert. And so my number five is Slash, Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Conspirators. The album is number four. Um, it's everything you expect it to be. Um, Flash is a badass. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it goes without saying. And, and Miles Kennedy is a badass, and and, and that goes without saying. Um, there's a lot of great songs on here. I, even though I have this at number five, I kind of will differ or disagree with Chris Preston a little bit. He he thought it was some of their heaviest songs to date and some of their best. I don't know that I would put this as one of the best slash Miles Kennedy kind of conspirator albums. I, I don't think that's it. That said, I love it. Um, what I do want to add is seeing them in concert was phenomenal. Um, when 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 Splash busts out the uh, the dual neck Black Gibson, it's it's you know it's it's time to go to church. Um, but it was really nice to see them. It was really nice. It was the first time I got a chance to see Miles Kennedy in concert, and it was I, I love the fact that that Miles Kennedy is is such a great singer and such a great vocalist. But at that show, it was great to see him kind of step back and go, "All right, it's my time to sing." And then it's my time to step back and let Slash bring it. You know, it was it it was um, it was great. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. But I think going back to the album, uh, "Say Love Is" and "Fill My World" were my two favorite songs. And honestly, "Fill My World" when I first heard it, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like some chintzy love song?" And I re- it really just didn't work for me. But after seeing them in concert and Miles Kennedy gives you the, the description of what the song is. It completely changed my point of view on the song and, and the song, if if you don't get a chance to see them and you don't know, Miles Kennedy wrote the song from the point of view of a dog and the point of view of a dog of when you walk out of the house and the anxiety that he feels. And so now I, I shit you not every time I come home, my two labs are up in the window and they're just staring down at me and they're barking and they're, you know, like one idiot is, is barking profusely and the other one has just got his tongue out. But every time I come home, I think of that song. now. Uh, so it, it completely changed my point of view of, of the song. So with that said, I love it. Slash Miles Kennedy, The Conspirators, the album is number four. It's my number five pick. And great album. Uh, enjoyed it as well. Um, lots to like on it, and of course, I'm a huge Miles Kennedy fan. Love Slash. Todd Damocurns, you know, holds oh. it down on the bass too, as well. Very underrated awesome musician in the show. He Very was underrated awesome. musician. Yep, he's fantastic. So, my number five, uh, another album that we already discussed, seems to be a common theme this year, but that's awesome nonetheless. And the album is See Through Blue, and the band is Scarlet Rebels. Just a great melodic with a great sense of self in terms of self-awareness on the album. Uh, you know, when I had Wayne on uh, a few months ago, 
he was he wore his Bon Jovi influence on his sleeve. Not afraid to admit it. I know they're one of your favorite bands too, as well. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> but you hear those elements. You know, once you listen to that album and you start to see his approach to songwriting and how he kind of tells that story in a Bon Jovi esque way, they do it very well. And they're not a Bon Jovi clone by no means. Oh. There's a lot to like about them, but. Their approach to songwriting, their kind of a approach to, to the hooks, mm-hmm. they have the elements of those in some of their songs is very reminiscent of that band. Um, for those that like a lot of melody in, uh, in their music, this is a perfect, uh, perfect recommendation. See Through Blue, it's on Earache Records. Uh, I love Storm London Story these days. Uh, I can't say. And we're going nowhere is uh, some of my favorites on the album. So check that out. You will definitely enjoy it. Again, Scarlet Rebels, See Through Blue at number five. Our, we go back to the Council of Groove. And time to share the Youth Rocks list. And I have to say, I know this he's my son. fantastic. <laughs> I know he's my son. But... I love his picks, but I love his explanations for the picks for someone who's 17, who I have to remind him to do his homework all the time. I was proud and surprised of how descriptive and how he really poured himself into describing the music and what it meant to him. Uh, I thought it was sensational. I had to read it like two, three times. I'm like, wait a minute, who wrote this? My son? So kudos to him. Fucker's uh, trying to take my job. <laughs> he just did. <laughs> he did a fantastic job. So I'm going to read through what he said about his top 10 list. Uh, 2022 quarter one. Obviously, this quarter quarter wasn't as intense and insane as 2021 quarter one was was. But there was just so many releases this quarter. I'm sure my list will look much different a month or two from now. Anyways, number 10. Same as my 10, same as Chris Corradetti's 10, Georgians by Naked Gypsy Queen. Heavy Southern blues influence mixed with great guitar riffs and catchy choruses. The only problem I have with the EP is that it's an EP. Favorite track, Georgiana, Wolves. If your name is New York, then mine's Amsterdam. That's a great tune, too, as well. Number nine, When the World Stood Still, Willie and the Bandits, which we also talked about, too, as well, which was my number nine and Chris Corradetti's nine. So... We're kind of like on the same lane, same wavelength up until this point. This album is incredible. The best way to describe this album is that it's a mix between soul blues, folk, and a splash of classic sounding prog. If you like slide guitar and organ, then this album is for you. The only problem I have with it is that some of the songs production value could be much better. Favorite tracks, Caught in the Middle, Good Stuff, Will We Ever, Move Too Fast, and Solid Ground. To number eight, Reeling by the Mysterines. Although this album is edgier than anything they've released in the past, it still gets the job done. I describe this album as heavy pop rock with a splash of alternative influence. Dude, like he should be a music critic, right? It's like, like, this is phenomenal. Um, However, some of the song components throughout the album are overused. Overall, great album. Favorite tracks, Life's a Bitch. Hung up, on the run, and all these things. Number seven, Tempest at the Gate. 
King Mountain. This album is perfect for Alice in Chains stoner metal fans. This album blew me away because there's so many heavy riffs and catchy choruses. Favorite tracks, Soul Sacrifice, Tempest at the Gate, Burning Walls, Breakaway. Number six, Take a Look by Fast Eddie. If you're into long pop rock driven choruses, then this album is 100% for you. Fast Eddie is a band that doesn't sound like any other, although you can compare them to the Black Moods or the Biters. Fast Eddie has done a great job establishing their sound. Tuck Smith did an incredible job producing this album, to say the least. Favorite tracks, Milwaukee, Dead Eyes, Help Me, Hurricane Valley, Game of Love, and Sunflower Bank. Number five, album is called Four by Slash and the Conspirators, featuring Miles Kennedy. It's been a long four years. Slash, Miles, and the gang are back. This album is a classic-sounding rock and roll album. The production value is always amazing when listening to anything Slasher Miles does the only problem i have with this album is that it was extremely overhyped by loudwire but i still enjoy the album unlike most critics favorite tracks the river is rising say la vie the path less followed fill my world fall back to earth you had said something similar about that loudwire comment i agree with that 100 percent. number four impera by ghost ghost were one of the bands that got me into rock and music after the 2015 Melora released. Impera is one of those albums that define Ghost. I think this is by far their best album. I just love how every album Ghost has sounds distinctly different from the rest. By the end of the year, I expect the albums to make my top 10. I expect this album to make my top 10. Favorite tracks, Kasarian, Call Me Little Sunshine, Hunter's Moon, and Griftwood. Number three, Close to the Sun, Fortune Child, a killer blues classic throwback album with a modern spin. I had low expectations for this album, but holy crap, this didn't disappoint. The amount of awesomeness on this album is off the charts. Fortune Child is definitely a household name in the new rock community. They certainly have the most potential when they certainly have the most potential than any other band on this list. The only thing stopping this album from being my number one is that it's only 33 minutes. Still longer than Dirty Honey's, LOL. <laughs> Favorite tracks, The Way, Don't Shoot Me Down, Far, Slow Down. Groove is out of this world. Title line, Close to the Sun. Number two, Drab, the self-titled album. Certainly the grooviest and most swagger album released this quarter. Drab took me by surprise. I think they took everybody by surprise. This album has so many different sounds in it. If I had to pinpoint one exact sound, I'd have to say that Drab is what Allison Chains would be if they were from Texas and not Seattle. Can't wait to see these guys live. Favorite tracks, Lonely Place, Huntress, Break Chains, Candyman, Dumpster Fire, Bite Down, and Sirens. Honorable Mentions, Lucifer on the Sofa by Spoon, Melodoria by Black Map, and Sticking With It by The Dip. And number one, it's all what household he's been living in over the last couple of months, and it's See Where the Night Goes by Goodbye June. Like Mammoth WVH debut defined rock music for 2021, See Where the Night Goes will define 2022 for years to come. I will more than likely still be listening to this album when I'm in my 40s. I don't know what's been going on with Southern Rock the last five to six years, but they've been hitting it out of the park in my books. If this album isn't a top three candidate at the end of the year, then I'm really looking forward to the rest of the year. There's not one bad sluggish song on this album. 10 out of 10. dude. That was an awesome write-up to the Youth Rocks, my son Chris. Um, very descriptive. I makes you want to listen to all those albums. So good job. Not only picking some kick-ass albums, 
but your descriptions uh, were absolutely phenomenal. So thanks for contributing. All the job. Yeah, some good albums on that list, man. Um, all right, so we go into number four. Number four is by far and away uh, the biggest surprise. The And it's the same thing. It's the biggest surprise I've had since the Cheap Trick album last year. I, I was blown away. The Cheap Trick album did not make my list, uh, any of my lists last year. But it's a phenomenal album, and I was completely blown away. I was not expecting that. The exact same thing. Um, with Rock Believer from the Scorpions. I listened to it almost out of guilt the first time because I thought, well, it's the Scorpions. I mean, come on. I-, I owed them a listen. And I went, oh, oh, hey, this is really good. And then I kept listening. Then I kept listening and I kept listening. And, and Chris Preston is spot on. I-, I 100% agree with him. It's the best album since Crazy World, hands down. No argument. Completely agree. Um, Klaus. Christ. This dude's been doing it for 50 years and he sounds amazing. Amazing. Um, uh, great tone. Shanker and um, um, oh, Matthias Jabs. Thank you. <laughs> uh, sound great, but good songwriting. Uh, great drums. Um I, I love the little scorpion on the person's tongue on the album cover. I, I mean, every, everything about this is, is, is awesome and completely unexpected. I, I almost feel guilty. Like I need to apologize to the scorpions because I kind of just assumed they were mailing it in and they absolutely did not. I, I, I love this. I'm surprised by it. Um, if this is their last album, uh, hell of a way to go out, you know, same with Cheap Trick, same with ACDC. Hell of a way to go out. A veteran act, like throwing that out there. Um, and all that aside, um, my my I think my favorite song was off the first listen is still the my favorite, and that's Shining of Your Soul. Uh, but every single there's not a loser on this. This is a great album. I'm I'm so happy with it. I was not expecting it and so completely happy with it. Rock believer from the Scorpions. Admittedly, I have not listened to that yet, and I have to check that out. Um, so I will definitely revisit. That's the second time it showed up on someone's list, and both times, I mean, it was on number one on Chris Preston's list, and it's in the top five on yours. So, uh, I, I, honestly, I, I, if if at the beginning of the quarter uh, you gave me odds that this would even make my list, it'd be like a thousand to one, much less making it into the top five. Really happy. Really surprised. Really enjoy it. Um, so thank you, Scorpions and Rock Believer. Awesome. All right. My number four is, I don't know, I, I, this recommendation came from the Groove Council. And I don't know if it was you, because you're the one that told me to listen to it and then said, tell me what you think of what this sounds like. So I don't know if it came from Rob originally or you or whoever, but oh, this yeah. this is man very popular with a very popular very album popular. within the group yeah. because it adds so many elements and fuses them together. I think 
you know, when every time you think you've got this band figured out, uh, you don't because there's another layer layer. There's another stroke on the canvas that you were not expecting. The first song I listened to from this band was I think it was Huntress. And my first impression was, man, the guy has a little bit of Coverdale in him. He's got a little bit of like, you know, Alice in Chains in him. And like some like a hint of Cornell. It was just, wow, this is really good. And then the guitar in the back. And it's like, man, it's like kind of really sleazy and dirty and bluesy. And the whole album is like an adventure. I mean, it really is. I mean, it is something that if you told me on January 1, we'd be talking about a band called Drab from New Orleans. It has very little, if any, social media presence. And I don't know how this band was discovered, but holy shit, are they good. And this album is absolutely fantastic uh it, it has so many like different elements like even within like a song like lonely place or like i mentioned with huntress like you hear the coverdale and then you hear like the this bluesy sl- you know sleazy guitar and it's got elements of grunge in it it's just man um i can't wait to see these guys in chicago when they when they play so um yeah, my number jealous. four is the album Drab, a self-titled album by Drab. Uh, so go check that out. Highly recommend. That's a, that's a great album. That's a great pick. To the count. Herbie just wants to hear the Slash song. Yes. <laughs> All right. Back to the Groove Council. We go into Rob in the Hood at the Recividus. I'm not even going to try to spell it. I never do, but He's our live album review co-host. We just did Rock in the Fillmore this past quarter. We've done Live After Death. And we we look to continue doing them on a quarterly basis. They get a lot of great feedback. I think we started with the Thin Lizzy album, Armed and Dangerous, or Live and Dangerous, I should say. Uh, so his list is always an interesting one, too. Kirby loves it. <laughs> Number 10. What? <laughs> okay. Over opiated in a forest of whispering speakers by seven nines and tens. What is that going is the, on? The, the best album title I've heard in a long time. And it's <laughs> like a great I, album, but that's a great title too. I'm reading it. Like I'm, I read it before I say it. I'm like, wait a minute. Where's the name of the band? But uh, again, over opiated in a forest of of whispering speakers by the band Seven Nines and Tens from British Columbia, explores paths through the sonic trees that were once walked but have fallen to seed. Well, that's pretty deep, uh, Rob. A heavy prog approach with trance-like vocals, sonically stunning with unexpected turns, highlights, throwing rocks at mediocrity, midnight martyrs. Number nine, Zero and Below by Crowbar. New Orleans, Louisiana, icily brutal sludge, as would be expected from the veteran band. Frontman Kirk Weinstein has this perfect delivery for the music and consistently consistently proves heaviness that drives and turns the listener. Highlights, the fear that binds you, it's always worth the gain. Number eight, it came from 
The Void by King Bastard, Stony Brook, New York. Music for Floating Between the Stars, Floatian Heavy. Put this on when you have time and the mood to really listen. Lyrics are sparse and indecipherable when they do appear or are dialogue. Made my list despite a saxophone appearance. <laughs> Highlights from Hell to Arizona, Bury the Survivor. Um, yeah, I, I think between Rob and the Hood and my son, uh, probably had the best description so far for this year. Need them to start writing what I the stuff I need to talk about on these episodes so I sound a lot better. <laughs> right, The Ocean at number seven by Foster Mother, Houston, Texas. If caught on the water by moon, my, by a monsoon while rowing against the current, I want this plane. Power and determination in this sophomore album highlights Dark Desire and Redeemer. Number six, In the Lonely Light of Morning by Eric Wagner, Aurora, Illinois, and Las Vegas, Nevada. Seeing this record arrive made my gloomy given its post- posthumous nature. Wagner passed away in August 2021. And a longtime frontman for Trouble and other bands, Swan Song carries layers of melancholy. Heed a lyric and pray for English Soul highlights the title track in isolation. Number five, Drab by Drab. Talked about this a lot. Let's hear Rob's description. Pluck that rock from the bayou and warm it or, and, and wash it in the flowing river of tradition. This is a well-polished debut with a bit of whiskey-tinged Warren Hainziness. On the vocals. See, he thinks it's like Warren Haynes. I don't know. Um, highlights. Break That Chain, Candyman. Uh, number four, Pathos by Obsidian Sea from Bulgaria. Once Upon a Heap, Except No Keys. Guitar dry, guitars drive the story here. And that is how the, this album feels. Like m- the musical weaving of a tale. The third album from the band is Immersive. Highlights. Lament the Death of Wonder. I Love the Woods. Number three, The Fog by Mamvith. I think I'm pronouncing that right. The Beast Rises from an Ancient Sleep and Comes Fully Alert and this hard-rocking first to full length. But the Beast doesn't need effect-laden, over-processed sound. Just the power of 70s-style heavy riffs to do the job. Highlights, Show Me the Way, Fire, and uh and, and fire okay i think next year for or next quarter as an idea i think his descriptions need to be read with like a british accent <laughs> to make it sound like like more proper proper maybe i'll get anna stella see if she can read the the uh the descriptions number two tempest at the gate by king mountain from athens greece Singer-guitarist Stavros Papadopoulos must be the hardest-working man in the Greek heavy music scene. King, King Mountain had my number four album from 2021, and they haven't missed a beat. Fully loaded freight train barreling downhill toward you. If they only would put out vinyl. Highlights, the title track, and To the Stars. Number one, Bearer of Light by Sunzar from Germany. You miss the naked, If you miss the naked aggression and overpowering groove of Pantera, this is your place to go. A steamroller, top to bottom, with the first full-length released. The prior EP destroys with the same efficiency, highlights the title track, and heresy. Worth noting, The Tunnel, The Well, Holy Bedlam by Germ, J-I-R-M. So it's called The Tunnel, The Well, Holy Bedlam by Germ. 
similar stuff as King Bastard, Stay of Execution by Stone Axe, and Unknown Heights by Canium or Cranium. I'm sorry, I misread that. Yeah. Unknown Heights by Cranium. And Silent Motion by Blackwater Holy Fight. And also Le Demon de la Mort by Neptune Power Federation. Jesus. Rob, Rob takes his 10 plus the honorable man. Yes, he takes it serious. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're down to the bottom or the top three. So what do you got? Drab. I got drab because it's stunning. So I was waiting for you to say something uh, in your in your discussion of them. And um, so I, I will ask this question of you, especially based off of what Rob just said, the lead singer from drab. Who who else does he remind you of? Didn't I, I, th- didn't I tell are... you this? Didn't I tell you this? And I, I forget who I described it as. Um, I, I think he's got obviously some Cornell in him in Huntress, a hundred percent. In Break That Chain, you get a real Chris Tap kind of like feel. Um, uh, Candyman, which I think is my favorite, uh, he's got a cadence and a delivery, not the vocal, but the cadence and the delivery of a Joe Bonamassa. But throughout the bulk of this stunning album, it's Richie Kotzen. <laughs> it's, he it's does have Richie a Kotzen. Kotzen. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about this with with uh, Skylab and. And he he feels the same way, but we didn't want to bring that up to you until you to see if you got there on your own. We didn't want to prejudice well, this. I, album I mean, Katzen is basically Coverdale meets meets Cornell. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But there's uh, someone else too that I, I I thought I had said something to you earlier on this year, and I can't remember who I used to describe it. It's but regardless, this is um. I, I don't remember who said this, if it was Chris Preston or, or, or your son or, or someone else, but they, but they nailed it. And it, the album is moody. I mean, there's, there's a, a moody guitar tone. There's moody drums, there's mm-hmm. moody lyrics and there's moody vocals. It's just, it, it, it's a moody album. <laughs> and they describe themselves as apocalyptic rock. I don't know what the hell that is, but if that's what this is, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Um, and, and just, I want to give this person a thank you because this is the person who turned me onto it. I don't know if it turned everyone onto it, but, um, Emil, uh, from unique hi-fi was the one who turned me onto it on Twitter. Uh, it was a great follow. Um, if you folks are not following him, he, he, he um, he, he puts out a lot of, of, of recommendations and, and that's how I got turned onto these guys. But this is a, this is a, a really pleasant surprise. It, 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 it's really happy. Um, or I guess it's not a happy album per se, but, but I am happy when I'm listening to it. You know, it, it, it's a, it's a really enjoyable album and there, I can't say any more that that's any better than what you and Rob and Chris and your son 
have all said. So I'll just shut up and say my number three is the self-titled album from Drab. Great pick. Absolute pick. Absolutely great pick. Um, my number three is a band that's been mentioned on here before by a lot of us. We uh, seem to really connect with uh, a lot of the members of the Groove Council. And why not? They have a fantastic sound, a veteran sound for a young band. They really do. Uh, just love the feel. Love the band. I can't wait to see where they go in terms of their music, in terms of where they're going to be in a year or two from now. The band is Fortune Child, and the album is Close to the Sun. Uh, ever since I heard Don't Shoot Me Down, I fell in love with this band. I, I discovered them, or I shouldn't say I discovered them. I, it was sent to me by a PR rep that I work with frequently, and it was a interview request. And I got it for Fortune Child. I'm like, all right, I'll listen to him. And I didn't listen to him for like a few days, three, four days. And then I popped it in and I was blown away. I was like, man, these guys are really fucking good. And they back it up, man. They've got a, a great soul about the band and how they kind of fit together. They've got a great sound. Their influences, you hear everything from obviously Hendrix and Zeppelin to other artists too, as well. Other blues artists like, like faces. Um, so just so some really, really good stuff. So check out fortune child close to the sun. Great things are going to happen for this band. And I really look forward to it. Really popular album within our group. Really popular. Yes. And well-deserved too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Uh, Don't shoot me down. Holy cow. Vocals and then the guitar in that song. <laughs> Out of this world. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. To Christy and Eagles list. Her quarter top 10. Uh, let's run through hers. Number 10, Asking Alexandria. Never going to learn EP. Stand out miles away. Number nine, Spoon, Lucifer on the sofa. She likes the song Wild, Voltage Hawk, Electric Thunder. Stand out the song Neon. Number seven, King Mountain, Tempest at the Gate. She liked Under the Black and Sky is her standout song on that. Six, number, uh, Steve Vai, Inviolate. Inviolate. The standout is Apollo in Color. Number five, Shaman's Harvest is the name of the band. The album is Revelator. Standout is Lilith. Number four, Eddie Vedder, Earthling. She likes the song Good and Evil. Number three, Goodbye June. Another one on the list. See Where the Night Goes. She loves the song, What I Need. Number two, The Mysterines, Reeling, and the standout, The Bad Thing. And number one, The Violent, the self-titled album. And her standout song on that is Impressions. So let's go to number two. Um, my number two is The Lot. The Lot in this album. It's um, melodic, dramatic, sarcastic. There's a lot of flair. There's a lot of doom. There's a lot of hope. There's a lot of despair. It's a protest album of sorts. Um, but it's really, it's a really well written album on uh, 
the faults of society in the last couple of years. Uh, and it's got a fucking killer cover, but it's ghost Imperia. It's um, I, I, I adore this, this album uh, with each week. I seem to be listening to it more and more. Um, ironically enough, the songs that your son listed as his favorites are exactly my favorites. Gasserion, Spillways, Call Me Little Sunshine, Hunter's Moon, and I think Griftwood is my favorite. But um, this album is 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 awesome. I, I'm not one for the drama and the makeup and 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 the dress up and and all of that. I, I understand it's part of the band. It's part of who they are. It's a part of it. It's a huge component of them. I don't really give a shit for it in Kiss. I don't really give a shit for it in Ghost. But that said, the music is out of this world good. Um, and again, it, there, there's a lot here. It's like doom pop metal. You know, I don't, I don't really know how to accurately describe it, but there, there, there's a lot going on here. And and um, uh, and again, dude, killer album cover. Yeah, they have great they have great album covers. Just yeah, it, it, it's it's super awesome. Um, I absolutely love it. So my number two is is Ghost, and I, I hope I can just that crappy description does it justice. But uh, great vocals, great great production on this album, um, and really good songwriting. I mean, there, there's um, there's a lot going on in that album, both both in production and, and lyrically. But uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Ghosts, my number two. I love this album. It's, it's probably my honorable mentions. Um, it didn't make my top 10 list. What I enjoy about it, and I get a kick out of on this album, is you see the album cover, and it's ghosts. And it's like this religion and you know, very you know, darkness and uh, plays on the, you know, the 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 devil worship and all that stuff with the upside down cross and part of the logo and you know the high priest and all that stuff and then you listen to the album right and it is unabashedly a throwback they wear it on their sleeve to cheesy 80s movie rock music but it's done incredibly well and the hooks and the melody and everything about it is just awesome. Um, I, I'm listening to this music. I'm like, man, like, like, you know, how, like when you watch when you were a kid, like whether it was like Karate Kid or, you know, the movie The Wraith, oh, the Charlie Wraith. Sheen, yeah. or, you know, some of these movies that were, you know, 80s cheese or whatever. And they had like these rock bands that were like, not well known, but they were just part of the soundtrack or whatever. The melodies and the hooks are are, are so much in these songs. Um, and you're like, wait a minute, this is ghost. It's supposed to be dark and evil. Yet it's poppy and it's like, you know, it's a flare. There's a there's a poppy fl- catchy flair to this album. Well, go, listen some, go listen to some of the AOR stuff from the 80s. Yeah. And listen to Ghost and you're like, wow, like it's it's such a play on that. And I admire them for doing it because it's difficult to do and it's difficult to make it not sound cheesy. 
but it sounds really good. There's a heavy element of scorpions in their music. I've always said that, you know, with their, with their riffs and their hooks, but yeah, this is a great album. Uh, didn't make my top, top 10 just miss, but it's definitely, definitely a great album. On to my number two, we go with one of my favorite young bands. I really think because of their pop sense that this band is really headed for stardom and crossover because they do have that pop sense. They do have that, that feel that pop punk uh, style too, as well, which is always very popular and always very well received. I think there's a bit of moodiness in them that kind of sets them apart from those other bands. Um, that's a little different, but I love the Mysterines and I love the album Reeling. I know it's been on a few other lists too, as well. Uh, talking with Leah, uh, I wish I could have talked to her longer. We had some technical difficulties before the interview that we, you know, had some audio issues. So we had to kind of wrap up early. I look forward to talking with her again. They're the first band from the UK. Um, outside of the Amazons that toured with Dirty Honey a couple years ago that are playing America. They're doing a couple festivals. They're doing some small club dates. And that's a huge deal. Um, that is something that people should not overlook. Because if they do well and if they can grow their audience and grab fans, more will come from overseas. I think this is, I wouldn't say a test, but I think a lot of people are interested to see how they're going to do a lot of booking agents, a lot of management companies. Uh, this is, this is a band that, uh, is very relatively young. They've had an EP. They've had some singles out over the last few years. They've got an amazing, talented, talented singer, uh, guitar player, Liam Metcalf, who really has that, that British attitude, which is great. I think it's awesome. The album Reeling is all attitude. It's poppy, it's moody, but it's an attitude. I mean, the song Life's a Bitch, but I like it so much. How can you not like that? Hung Up, which is a great tune. Uh, In My Head. There's so many great songs um, that are part of this album, part of this journey. I really want them to succeed. I really want them to do well on this tour. I'm going to see them in Chicago at the Cobra Lounge. Tickets are 10 bucks a piece, so there's no excuse to say, you know, I don't want to go see a band or whatever. It's cheap. It's going to be a good time. Check their tour dates on their website. Go see them. This is an important deal. I don't know if people realize that. So the Mysterines Reeling is my number two choice. The uh, the club that they're going to play in Chicago, how, how big is it? Is About it 100 to 200 people. Yeah, they're coming. They're they're coming a day or two before Chicago or yeah. a day or two after Chicago. And they're playing at Lost Lake here in Denver Colfax. And it's one of my most favorite places to go because it's tiny. It's it's a it's a maximum capacity of either a hundred or hundred and twenty-five. It's a really great venue. Um, and I, I I if I'm not under the knife, I'm going to the show. <laughs> I hope so, you can make it. Yeah. I, I mean so too, yeah. Yeah, I, I hope so. Um because then the next night is um the next night is Dorothy. Joyce Wolf and Classless Act. 
Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I, your yeah. thing froze and it, it threw me for a loop there. Yeah. So the next night, if I can go, it, it would be Mr. Eads and then the next night, Dory. Got to do it. Wolf class do, just put some, put, put a brace on your knee and go. Right. <laughs> With my crutches. I'm just like, <laughs> stay away from me. Stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who's up in the group? Uh, we got Skylab, our resident audio expert. Uh, he always throws me for a loop on some of these, uh, of some of these choices. Uh, so let's get into them. His honorable mentions, I don't even know how to pronounce this name. Uh, I'm going to give it a go. Naxatras. Naxatras. Four. Children of the Sun. Roots. Death Bell. A Nocturnal Crossing are his honorable mentions. To number 10, Moonlight Haze. Animus. The Flower Kings by Royal Decree. Earthless, Night Parade of 100 Demons. I really like the Earthless album. Very psychedelic. It's all instrumental. And it's it's very, very cool, man. That is a journey in music. So check that out. Seven nines and tens over opiated in a forest full of whispering speakers. I will never say that album title without giving a small chuckle because it's so cool. Jack J. Hutchinson at number six, The Hammer Falls, Drab, the self-titled album, Big Big Train, Welcome to the Planet. Number three, Wild Run, Epigone. Am I pronouncing that right? What's that? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Number two, Dervigilio, Morse and Jennings, Troika, Troika. Come on, Rob. You're, you're killing me here. <laughs> and number one, Marillion, an hour before it's dark. Uh, great picks for Rob. Always like seeing his lists. So let's go to the next member of the Groove Council. And that is a new member of the Groove Council. And that is Rich at Fuzz Doom Rip. So give him a foul too as well. He's a new member. We just invited him to the, uh, he gave me 20. I'm not going to read 20. Violation. Violation on the first list that you gave. Violation. Next time you're only going to get three picks. But anyway. Uh, number 10. The Neptune Power Federation. Le Demon de l'Amour. Hydra. Beyond Life and Death. Sleep Wolf, Sleep Wolf, Sunbeams Curl, number seven, Samavayo Payan, man, killing me. Um, number six, Spoon, Lucifer on the Sofa, number five, Big Scenic Nowhere, The Long Moral, number four, Ghost Impira, number three, Zom, Fear and Failure, number two, Obsidian Sea, Pathos, and number one, Foster Mother, The Ocean, his five honorable mentions, Fire Breather, Dwell in the Fog, Schmed, Smed, I think I'm pronouncing that right, Purple Dawn, Peace and Doom, Sessions, Volume 2, Cosmic Order, Inner Temple, and number 11, Cryptograph, The Eldorado Spell. Oh boy, I don't know how many of that I butchered, but it's probably a lot. And uh all right. We got two more members left, and let's get into their list. So where is here's Carl's from New Classic Rock in North America. Number 10, Zadra, Guiding Star. While I'm not the worst person to ask, 
When I think about melodic hard rock albums, I'm far from the best. Zadra has a great voice. The guitar work sound, tone sounds great. My favorites are Nothing More to Say, Ship of Fools, and Won't Let Your Love Take Me Down. Number nine, Fast Eddie, take a look. I first started listening to Fast Eddie due to their association with Tuck Smith as their producer. Since I, I'm a big biters, Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts fan, I heard Tuck's influences in bits here and there. Straight ahead rock and roll with modern touch. Solid listen from top to bottom. Number eight, Wicked, the last American rock band. Wicked are from upstate New York and play the type of 80s hard rock I grew up with. This is a feel-good, easy listen. And if you like that 80s glam rock sound, these guys deliver. Favorite songs, Hooligans, Hot Stage Lights, Thick as Thieves. Number seven, Ghosts of Sunset, No Saints in the City, a concept album that follows a band. They move from small town to the city and rock stardom. Get a bitter taste of reality as the music scene changes. They bring in guest musicians from L.A. Guns, Rat, and Ups and Up, Kicks, and Lita Ford to help tell the story. Favorites are Tonight, You're Going to Come Back, You're Not Coming Back, and Us Against Them. Number six, Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs, External Combustion. Number five, Rising Force, Undertow. Number four, Drab, the self-titled album. Three, Fortune Child, Close to the Sun. Number two, Hellbot. Quite a few debut albums in this first quarter, top 10, and Hellbot drops in at number two for me after dropping singles for whatever, for what seems like forever, raw but polished, groove with an edge, and fun to listen. Number one, Goodbye June, See Where the Night Goes. Been waiting for this album for what seems like ages since Community Inn. The album is so solid, and while I liked it at first, listen, I find myself liking even more with each additional spin. I might be initially pissed that they didn't play their best song from Community Inn and Magic Valley live, but a concert where they just play this album could still be badass. Favorites are Three Chords, What I Need, and Step Aside. So great list there from Carl. And we go to the grand finale with Kaz A from the Heavy Rock Show, who's now doing a show with emerging rock bands in UK. So good for her. Very excited for her. Number 10, Revolt by Dimitri. This mask-wearing Czech Republic band rocks hard, metal punch in the face, alongside some, some heavy heart vocals and rich harmonies mixed with a bit of electronica. The Death of Peace at number nine. The Death of Peace of Mind by Bad Omens at number nine. This is their third album, and it's cinematically a really rich listen. Beautiful harmonies, and they dipped into the electronica toy box as well. Number eight, Twin Flames by Dead Echoes. This is nice, riff, riffly, riffy grunge influenced sound from the Ohio-based debut album. Number seven, Resilience by Lost Zone. And an Italian trio who are fairly new. 2018 was their first release, and this is their debut full-length album. Number six, Voyeurist by Under Oath. These guys are veterans of metal for sure. And for me, they get the balance right behind the shouty and the sing-sing. And the singing, shouty and the singing, she says. Number five, Okura by Like a Storm. These guys are out of New Zealand and have been going about 13 years. As with Under Oath, the balance between the shouty and the singing works. Number four, Mindset EP by Fox Hunt. These guys are out of Yorkshire, and this is their self-titled, self-titled debut album. Number three, Escape the Gray by 12 Years Today. Big fan of these guys, too, as well. To me, this is their best music yet. The weight of it all especially stands out. Number two, All That Remains by The Last Root. This is the debut album for this young four-piece who I believe are out of Pittsburgh, definitely grunge-inspired. 
and number one for all we've left behind by black lakes another great uh or another list completed by black lakes highly anticipated dad debut album from this welsh english band and are very much worth the wait so great list for kaz special mentions never worth it ep by butterside so there you go those are the members of the groove council and we are on to our number ones. So what do you got? You want to do honorable mentions? You want to do number one? Yeah, let's do honorable mentions. Um, go ahead. I, I have three. Um, I had to like cut it off at some point, but my three, uh, the first one is is one you talked about. It's the Hellbot album. Uh, it's it's everything that you said it is. It's it's kind of um edgy hard rock in your face. I look forward to a lot more from these guys. I love broken man that it's just, it's a great album. Um, number two, my, my, my second uh, honorable mention is the album that is very popular within our group. It's close to the sun from fortune child. And like we just talked about uh, don't shoot me down. That song is just, just stunning. Um, and my last honorable mention it's an EP. I literally just came across these guys last week from Carl. It's Rolling Nectar. Holy shit. What are they called? These guys are amazing. Uh, Rolling Nectar and the EP is Sassfrass River. Okay. Um, they're a band out of Boston. I don't really like Boston with my history there, but they're amazing. And I hope if I have to go back to work, if I have to go to Boston for work in May, I hope I get a chance to see them. So uh, Rolling Nectar, Sassfrost River, the EP, that's my third uh, honorable mention for this quarter. My honorable mentions, I did mention the one already, Impira by Ghost, Four by Slash and the Conspirators featuring Miles Kennedy, and the Black Lakes album as well. So those are my three honorable mentions. So now we head to number one, and I and I think... We may yeah, have, we, we have the same one. We have the, we same, have the same, one. same number one. Yeah. Which, so, so why don't we just do this? You, you, you know more about it. You're going to speak a lot more eloquently than me. So let me just say a couple of quick words and I will turn the floor over to you. Um, fucking A. This, is, this, is, this album is so much fun. It's just so much fun and it's so rippy. And and you, you you when when you had them on, you you hit the nail on the head, in that the writing is so descriptive. You know, it really takes you places. And my favorite, my 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 favorite um, verse is 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 from one of the singles. But it's so it's so good because it just you close your eyes and it takes you there. There's a voodoo doll next to a miniature Jesus mysterious drink on the bar and I need it. Get the fuck out of here. That's awesome. That's just like a two line, like great. That's from see where the night goes. Yeah. There's a beautiful girl with a like in the stairs. She wants all my love, but I just don't care. (laughs) I mean, can you not just picture that guy at the bar? Can you not picture that Mm -hmm. dim lit new Orleans bar? It's, it's really well done. Goodbye. June just killed it with this album i turn it over to you (laughs) 
Well, we start out the year with an album that really sets the bar for what's to come um, in the next nine months. Because this album, as my son stated, you will listen to 30 years from now, if we're still alive and kicking. And it's it's so 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 i heard this album they tyler sent me this album like in the fall and i had to keep my mouth shut and the only person kept sending me messages saying wait until you hear it'd be like november wait until you hear this screw you man i gotta wait like four more months (laughs) the only person i could tell how great it was was tyler and i would tend to send him texts like Dude, this album is so fucking good. And, you know, I'm so happy for them because they lost a lot of momentum going into the pandemic with Community In. And I remember Tyler came on the show January of 2021 to tell me how happy he was with this album. I was anticipating it. I was looking forward to it. I was afraid that there'd be a letdown because I had so such high expectations for it. And it completely blew by those expectations. Like it was what I wanted and more. It one of, or not one, the biggest currency that goodbye June has is their ability to tell a story within a song to, to give you a visual of what they're singing about, whether it's what you mentioned and see where the night goes, whether it's talking about the grandfather uh, and, and three chords step aside, which is, you know, it tells a, a, a wonderful story. How about baby I'm back, which is just makes you smell a night of drinking, right? You can smell it through the speakers. Uh, what I need, such a beautiful song, beautiful song. Um, one of the probably most well-written songs that they've ever done. Stand and Deliver, uh, Breathe and Attack. I mean, this album just never stops giving you what you need. And uh, I'm happy that I think this album was number one in the U.K., uh, I just can't wait to see where this album takes them because I think it's an album that that makes a superstar, that makes superstars in their in their case. So my highest recommendations is this album. I remember telling you when I've heard it, and I said this will give you what you missed with the Greta Van Fleet album. Because you had wanted the Greta Van Fleet album to follow along with what had come before. And One another from the fires, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I love the album. I mean, I, I like where the band goes, but it, it just never connected with you. And that's what happens sometimes. And I remember like during my first run on this album, listening to it, that was my first thought was, this is going to give Chris what he needed from the Red Event Fleet album, that power, that blues, mm-hmm. um, everything about it. 
I can't really speak more about it because I've kind of already said enough. I could probably talk someone's ear off about it, but this to me is where the bar starts for great albums in 2021. Uh, Maybe there'll be bands that go past it or go over it, but to me, this is a, this is a stellar, stellar album and we'll see where it ends up on my year end list. See where it ends up on your year end list. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is uh, your son was right. Uh, this is an album that, I mean, it, for me, that I'll be listening to for a long time. Um, I, both sides are really good, but like a final wise side A is. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's ridiculously good um, and fun. Again, it's, it's, it's fun. Um, that was my big thing in 2021, right? Like a lot of my albums were fun albums mm-hmm. um, and this certainly carries that through to 2022. It's a really uh, fun album. And, and I want to, I, I don't know if, if I'm sure I wasn't the only one. There's nothing remotely special about me to get this, but um, uh, earache sent me the vinyl and the CD like 10 days early, which was fantastic. So I, I, I rolled into ski resort one morning at like 7 a.m with this just ripping through the windows of my tahoe and all the parking lot dudes were just looking at me kind of like what's what's that guy listening to and why is it so loud (laughs) didn't care (laughs) no i mean you know i know landon brandon and tyler are, are extremely proud of this album they should be absolutely and uh, like I said, you know, see where the night goes. I want to see where this album goes with this band. That's my number one for the first quarter of 2021. It's also Chris's number one as well. It's on a lot of lists, a lot of similar albums this year. But um, we look forward to the next quarter. Yeah, well, a lot of good stuff coming up. A lot, yeah, stuff coming yeah. up. And I assume I... it will be a lot of good stuff. But yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff. So uh, we'll, we'll be back talking about this soon, I imagine. Absolutely, man. Any final thoughts? Um, I, I hope I hope the rest of this year is is like last year in that I, I viewed the first quarter of 2021 as kind of like the weakest, and that's in no disrespect to that quarter because it was a really good quarter. But it seemed like last year with each with the second quarter and then the third quarter, it just got better and better and better. And I hope we get that this year. I mean, you look at that, you look at um, the artists who, who that we know are going to kick out music in the next couple of quarters and you just go, shit, this is going to be good. It's really going to be good. So we got a lot to look forward to. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, man, it's been great talking with you about the albums. Really do appreciate it. Once again, appreciate all the contributions and appreciate everybody listening. Write us a review. Tell us what you think of the episode. Uh, we we do things differently here. And, and I don't know of another podcast that gets that deep into the albums that are being released every quarter. And then, of course, we do our year-end celebrations. So I hope you appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll talk soon. Thanks for tuning in.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 